You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hey, Cougar fans, get more savings and more benefits with Boost by Smith's Rewards Membership. You'll enjoy free delivery and double fuel points for every dollar you spend on groceries and lots more. Membership starts at just $59, so sign up today at smithsfoodanddrug.com slash boost. BYU Cougar men's basketball team getting a big boost to its schedule with a dominant win over Utah tonight. 75-66 is your final at the Marriott Center over on the BYU Radio app and 107.9 FM. BYU led for almost 34 of the game's 40 minutes. BYU out-rebounds Utah. BYU out-shoots Utah. And BYU out-distances itself from the rivals for a nine-point win. Congratulations to Mark Pope, the staff, and players. Big win for the Cougs on the hardwood. 75-66 is your final. That's a Utah team that just ran Arizona off the floor earlier this year when Arizona was number four nationally. So a good Utah basketball team, and the Cougars take them apart for a solid win in Provo. Well done. To bring us back to that last fourth down, which in my mind was a big risk, I'm a little bit embarrassed to admit, Greg, back when I was playing, there was an assisting the runner rule that you used to get flagged for. No no longer. You mentioned that they subbed in Houston Amuli. They motioned him directly behind Siljay Mrava-Peters, snapped the ball, and then he pushed along with uh, Brooks came in and got his hands on his back too and was able to assist him in converting the fourth and short. Love to see it. As we come back in, first play of the second quarter, BYU first and 10 from its own 36. Sol J. Mayava Peters in the gun with Hinkley Ropati off his right. BYU trailing SMU 10-7 is our score through 15 minutes of play here at the New Mexico Bowl. BYU now goes left to right as we see it and you hear it. The BYU 36-yard line directly in our line of sight vantage point-wise. The motion handoff on the end around to Parker Kingston. And Parker Kingston has his first touch as a BYU Cougar. Cougars down on wide receivers. No Puka Nakua tonight. And so wide receiver number four on the depth chart tonight is either Parker Kingston or Hobbs Nyberg or Talmadge Gunther. And they go with Parker, who stays on the field. So Chase Roberts to the right, Kingston and Keanu Hill to the left. Now Kingston will shift from left to right. As the Cougs look at a second and eight, that Kingston run gained two, and he is a sprinter of renown of 10.79100 back at Roy High School. They motion Kingston again. They won't give it to him this time. Delay handoff, middle to Hinkley. Hinkley shakes off a tackle. Nice little run there. A couple, maybe three. Well, they might limit it to just a couple. Yeah, well, you're right, Greg. It was a very impressive run. He made two really good cuts. Unfortunately, they were both in the backfield because the SMU defensive line was able to get such good penetration. So now a third down and eight. The longest third down try for Mayava and the Cougars tonight. Mayava shotgun again. Kingston motions from right to left. SMU showing blitz on third down long seven. They'll call it now. The play clock down to 15. And again, I, I think if you're looking to shorten the game, one way to do it is get late in your clocks. They're under 10. Snap to Mayava. Soljay. Delay sprint to the left on the boot. Completion to Hinkley. But Hinkley Ropati is dropped at the line of scrimmage. No gain on the play. And BYU will punt it away for the first time tonight. So Ryan Rico and the punt team on in a three-point game. SMU 10 and BYU 7 is our score here at University Stadium in Albuquerque. Ryan Rico on for punt number 37 on the year. He's averaging 44.8 yards per punt. A long of 71 on this year. The long for his career is 83 Roderick Daniels Jr., averaging 10.6 per punt return, is back at the 10-yard line. High snap to Rico. 
Hammers it away, and hammers it is the right word. As it'll back Daniels up to the goal line. He comes out of the end zone to the 5, to the 10, near side, shakes off a face mask. The flag doesn't fly. Maybe they caught him around the... Yep, there comes it's the flag. It's out of his hand, yeah. Yep, so at the 16-yard line, the run will end and likely add 15 to the end of the run, which would put it at the 31-yard line if the call is indeed face mask. And the way his head got turned around, you'd think that would be the call. Yeah, fairly obvious. He is he is a extremely sudden cutter. Uh, he was the same one that caught the touchdown pass and left two. Personal foul, face mask, kicking team. That 15-yard penalty will be added to the end of the run. First down. Left two by BYU defenders tackling air. This time he gets a BYU special teamer off balance and in his effort, you know, flailing arms, catches a face mask. BYU's only two penalties tonight are 15-yard face masks. Yeah. We'll take a break. We have timeout with 12.48 to play until halftime. SMU gets the ball and its own 31-yard line first and 10 after this. Mustangs 10, Cougars 7 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Ben Bagley with a scoreboard update. A big win for BYU Hoops as they beat uh, rival Utah 75-66 just moments ago in the Marriott Center. Rudy Williams with a breakout game for the Cougars. Led the Cougars in scoring with 26 points on 9 of 13. More importantly, his leadership down the stretch as he helped the Cougars break the Utah press as Utah was trying to make a comeback. Rudy Williams, welcome Rudy, way to introduce yourself to Cougar Nation today in a rivalry game in the rivalry. 26 points for Rudy Williams to win. Now back to Greg. Ben, thank you. BYU football brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen have been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Learn more at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Next week for BYU basketball, home to Lindenwood on Tuesday and home to Weber State on Thursday. Then a week-long break before conference play gets underway for BYU. Big win today. Thank you, Ben. And thank you to Jason Shepard and Mark Durant for a great call on the other half of the BYU Radio app and over at 107.9 FM where postgame coverage continues. Here we are in-game. 12.48 to go in the second quarter. SMU 10, BYU 7. Mustangs first play of the possession. Comes at their own 31-yard line. First down and 10 early here in period number 2. Tanner Mordecai. 7 for 10, 53 yards and a score. That passing touchdown, passing touchdown number 71, tied for the SMU career lead. BYU brings five, blitz from the right, run to the right by Roderick Daniels Jr., runs through a tackle, gets second level. It's an 11-yard run for Roderick Daniels Jr., listed as a wideout, had only six carries on the year, has two carries in this game, and moves the sticks out to the 41-yard line. SMU goes, no huddle, they're back to tempo. Twins to the right, single wide left. Mordecai looks left, looks middle, now comes and throws wide left near side. A catch made and on a double back, a loss of yardage by Jordan Curley, but they'll give him two on the forward advancement before coming back. And he doubled back to lose yardage, so it's a gain of only one after all that. A long throw for almost no gain. So the 42 gain of only one. If he'd just fallen down where he got the ball, he would have had a gain of three or four. BYU defensive backfield doing a good job keeping people in front of him. Mordecai shotgun waves away Tyler Levine to the right flat. A flag flies underneath the throw incomplete to Jordan Curley, and that flag came pretty early. It's offside against BYU. That was on a second and nine. It'll go to second and four. Offside, 18 defense. It's a five-yard penalty. Still second down. Replay second down. So second and four now from the 47 of SMU. The Mustangs need to get to the BYU 49. Second down and four Mustangs who lead BYU by a score of 10 to 7. 12.06 to play until halftime. Greg Rubel, Riley Nelson, Mitchell Jurgens, your crew here in Albuquerque. Ben Bagley back in our scoreboard studio. 
SMU in the all-whites, including white helmet with red Mustang. And BYU in the all-blacks, including black to royal blue gradient helmet with the Sailor Coog. Pressure on Mordecai. Going down is Mordecai. The sack by John Nelson. That's the full Nelson. And a loss of seven on the play. It'll be third down and long for the Mustangs. I mentioned it earlier in the broadcast, Greg. I really feel like this uh, defensive front four for BYU has has a renewed intensity and is playing really strong. Results in their first sack here in the early going to the second quarter. Mordecai steps up. Pressure from behind. Takes off and goes down again. Gets bumper card at the 37-38 yard line. And on third down and 15, it'll be fourth down and long. And SMU will punt it away. For all intents and purposes, that was two sacks in a row, back-to-back sacks. Mordecai was climbing in the pocket very aggressively, and the defender, he made the initial contact right behind the line of scrimmage, but the momentum carried him just beyond the line of scrimmage. Really impressive back-to-back plays by the defensive front four for BYU. From a second and four to a fourth and 13, and Ryan Bushevsky, the Texas transfer, will punt it away to Hobbs Nyberg. Fourth and 13 from the SMU 37-yard line, four minutes in to quarter number two. Long snapper Will Benton bends and snaps back. A wobbler, short punt. We'll get an SMU bounce inside the 20. It'll be BYU at the 19-yard line, first down and 10, with 10.45 to play until halftime. Timeout once again on the field. It is BYU trailing SMU. The Mustangs lead it by a score of 10-7. to 7. And it's the Cougars' first down and 10. They'll spot the ball at the Cougar 20-yard line. So first and 10 from the 20 when we come back to Albuquerque on the new skin BYU Sports Network. To the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. SMU 10 and BYU 7 is our score. BYU football brought to you by All Pro Capital. Put your money to work with smart real estate investments. Visit allprocapital.com for more information. All Pro Capital, a proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. So BYU down three as the offense gets ready to take the field at the 20-yard line. There's a 43-yard Ryan Buchevsky punt. Both punters named Ryan today, Buchevsky and Rico. Ryan's lone punt was another 50-plus yarder. He now has 10 of 50-plus on the season. Soljay Mayava-Peters has thrown four balls and completed all four. Four of four for a modest 14 yards. Soljay is also BYU's leading ground gainer. Six carries, 42, and a score. And the way things are going, Cade Finnegan may or may not be seeing action tonight. Greg, that is 22 straight completions by BYU freshmen in bowl games. Where'd, that, you, where'd you come up with that? Is that right? Didn't, wasn't Zach well, a freshman when he went 18 yeah, for 18? Yeah. I, so has any other freshman <laughs> thrown a ball since then? I, eh, may, in bowl no, games, certainly. Game. Yeah, bowl yeah. game. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll go with that. No, I'm, uh, I'm known as the stat cherry picker. That's good. Now I want to find out before Zach who the last freshman was to play in a bowl game and did he complete that pass? It was but probably it's, Jake. It's, it's at least 22. It was Jake in the New Mexico Bowl here in 2010, I'm sure. Oh, got him. Boot to the right, and the got him is to Isaac Rex on the right side to the 45, the 47, 48-yard line. 28-yard completion, long completion of the night for Soljay Mayalva-Peters. On the boot to the right, a wide open Isaac Rex. And Rex takes it out near midfield. 47 is the spot. So first and 10, BYU. Mayava shotgun, Soljay Mayalva-Peters. Looks middle, looks deep right, goes for Keanu Hill, and it is nearly intercepted as there was hand battling between A.J. Davis and Keanu Hill down the right boundary. I thought Davis almost one-handed that pick. 
It goes incomplete. It'll be second and 10 for BYU at the Cougar 47-yard line. Good effort by Keanu Hill to, uh, A, go after the football, but B, also kind of play a little bit of defense. Solche's got to understand. He, they practice during the day. When you're playing in these kind of temps, and we are now below 30 degrees down there, you almost have to give it a little bit of extra effort than you're used to because your muscles are cold. The ball doesn't carry as, as far in cold air. And uh, he's had a few underthrows. Hopefully he can make that adjustment as the game goes on. Houston Haymuli is a wing back to the right. Two wide receivers left. One of them will motion from left to right. Under center goes Soljay. The handoff to Chris Brooks. Chris Brooks was ankle tackled at midfield. Fell ahead for two to the 48 of New Mexico. Or rather of SMU. I've done that a couple times tonight. I'm seeing New Mexico everywhere. The New Mexico name is in the end zone. And I've said New Mexico instead of SMU a couple times. Forgive me. We'll get that figured out. Five minutes into quarter number two. And it's a third down and five for BYU at the SMU 48-yard line. Yeah, they've not changed the end zones to list BYU or SMU. Everything just says New Mexico from the Lobos regular season protocol. So, Soljay Mayaba Peters in the gun on the third and five at the SMU 48-yard line. Ball between the hash marks. BYU going left to right. The thigh-high snap. The pull away by Mayaba Peters. And juked it a defender to the far boundary for the first down. Well done. The defender had him dead to rights to the backfield. And a nice move by Soljay Mayava-Peters to fake him out. And gain seven on third down and five. And so BYU is now one of five on third downs. That was quite the slippery running, Greg. I, I mean, we have not... You know, Zach's, Zach was a good runner. Jaron is a great straight-ahead runner. But that, that was some pretty uh, elusive side-to-side movement. And then great acceleration by Soljay there on that last play. Got me a little bit excited to, uh, like, shades of Taysom Hill a little bit. Yeah, one of four on third downs now. Not one of five, but first third down conversion. Soljay in the gun. BYU first and ten at the SMU 42. Ball far hash mark. Rex and a wide receiver to the right. Two wide receivers left. The hand clap, the belt high snap. And some pressure on Soljay. Side arms at near side. Completion to Braden Cosper inside the 40 to the 38-yard line. Gain of four. Second down and six for BYU. For Cosper, that is catch number four on the night. And Soljay's now seven for eight throwing it. So, Greg, to go back on my follow-up on my little stat. So, yes. Jake was the last freshman to play in a bowl game, and he ended his bowl game with three straight completions. So, if you take Soljay starting... He started 5 for 5, Zach 18 for 18, and then Jake's 3. Where does that take us? Riley, I think it might be missing uh, Tanner Mangum in the Vegas Bowl. He was a freshman. He was a freshman in that Vegas Bowl. That's right. Swing screen far side to Hinkley Ropati on a second and six. Gained three. It'll be third down and three at the 36 of SMU. We have eight minutes even to play until halftime. It is SMU 10 and BYU 7. So third down and four. BYU converting its first third down of the game moments ago. The 36 of the Mustangs as BYU takes it left to right from our vantage point. I think BYU's offense has handled the tempo of the offense really well. They haven't been in danger on the play clock, but they're also not wasting it. A nice run on third down and four. A gain of six for Hinkley Ropati. 
Hinkley gets to top speed pretty quickly, doesn't he? He's got great acceleration and extreme foot quickness, and this is something I was hoping to see. You use Soljay Maiava-Peters. He's the new shiny toy, but as SMU gets maybe even distracted or adjust, uh, over-adjust to the quarterback run, you're able to go back to your bread and butter with Chris Brooks and Hinkley Rapati and start getting meaningful gains in your base run game, and that's what's happened on the last couple handoffs. Cougs in scoring territory. First and 10 at the SMU 30-yard line under seven to go until halftime. They now empty it for Mayava. Soljay Mayava Peters on a three-step, and he steps out of a sack from the right, Throw. and now throws it away. Did he get it back to the line of scrimmage? He didn't, no. but Keanu Hill was in the area. Good job by Keanu to sprint back to the ball as it was in the air to make it look There's like he no was in the air. no foul for intentional grounding. Number one was in the area. As Riley called it, so Keanu was nearby, but <laughs> Soljay Mayava Peters stepping out of a sack and then avoiding a second would-be tackler in the backfield. It'll go to second down and ten. Soljay Maiava-Peters completed his first five passes and has since gone two of four. And that was a fortuitous throwaway. It'll be twins left and twins right for BYU on a second and ten from the Mustang 30-yard line. Chris Brooks is the back off the right hip of the Cougar freshman Soljay Maiava-Peters. Option, quick toss back to the right. Brooks steps through one and two tackles. Third tackler got him, and for a loss of two on that developing play to the right side, back to the 32. So the longest third down for Soljay and the Cougars now at the 32-yard line. It'd be a 49-yard field goal try on a chilly night. Maybe A-Rod looks at this as four-down territory. We shall see. I can only think of maybe two or three plays where I've seen SMU line up pre-snap and stay in a two-safety high look. They are bringing eight in the box almost every time, and it's extremely tough to run against it. BYU's had pretty good success, but as we saw in that last play, ultimately numbers just make it really tough sledding. Chris Brooks is under two yards per carry. He is the pistol back. Boot two the left. Escaping it to the right is Soljay Mayava-Peters. And a first down run to the 20-yard line. On third down and 12, he gets to the 19. Move the sticks for BYU. What a play. Soljay Mayava-Peters does it again here in the first half. Keeps the drive alive on the longest third down attempt of the night for BYU. And on third and 12, a run of more than 12 for the first down. And not a design run. Talked about it in the pregame, how the mobility of a quarterback can erase and take a lot of pressure out of, uh, off of the offense, especially the guys up front. There was a breakdown in the protection. As soon, it was a it was a play action shot down the field, and as soon as Soljay turned around, there was a guy right in his face, made him miss, made the Mike linebacker who was spying him miss, and picked up the third down. First down and ten from the twenty, a pump fake and a takeoff for Soljay. He dives head first inside the twenty at the eighteen yard line, gain of a couple. It'll be second down long for BYU, second and eight. Soljay Mayava Peters eight carries, sixty yards before that. So 9 for 62 and a score for Soljay. You see him there, too, just being able to keep things positive, right? And uh, one of the things I liked right there is he broke the initial pocket but was able to sense that there was multiple SMU defenders around him and just got down. He didn't risk uh, getting hurt. He didn't risk uh, turning the ball over or getting the ball stripped. Uh, but instead of being caught for a loss or sitting waiting in the backfield to be caught for a loss, turned it into a positive. Second and eight from the 18, 440 to play. BYU down 10-7. to seven. The handoff to Chris Brooks. Chris Brooks spun around by a... Mustang tackler at the 15, throws him ahead to the 14. And that was a gain of four, setting up a third down and four. The way BYU's moving it right now, I think even if they don't convert here, A-Rod keeps the offense on the field. 10-7 is the score, SMU leading BYU. By the way, our stats intern, Rhett Putnam, notes that in that Las Vegas, uh, notes that in that Las Vegas Bowl, Mitch referenced uh, 
Tanner went 25 of 56 against Utah in that game. So maybe not the completion streaks, but, boy, they were throwing it up. That's for sure. All right, so here you go. Third down and four from the SMU 14-yard line. Cougs down 10 to 7. Chris Brooks off the right hip of Soljay Mayava Peters. Trips to the right, the wide side. The hand clap, the chest high snap, the sprint to the right. The right-hander settles to throw. Will now tuck. And no, he does throw. And a man wide open in the end zone makes the diving catch. Or did he come up with it? Went through his arms. Oh, Chase Roberts in the end zone. A low throw. But he got his hands on it and just doesn't come up with it. So Soljay Mayava Peters throws. And Chase Roberts can't come up with it in the middle of the end zone. And so with that, it will not be four-down territory, but rather the field goal try from Jake Oldroyd. And this would be the record setter. Would give him 336 career points and make him the all-time leader in scoring by two points over the previous leader, Mitch Payne. This for the all-time scoring record. Rico will hold from Austin Riggs. The hold is down. The kick is on its way. And it is... Through for three. It's the record setter. No one has scored more points in a BYU football uniform than Jake Oldroyd. 336 career points. The new career leader by two over Mitch Payne. History made here in the land of enchantment. We're 10-10. Cougars and Mustangs. 334 to go till halftime. Timeout on the field on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. A 31-yard field goal from Jake Goldroyd is our money moment of the game. Brought to you by All Pro Capital. Put your money to work with smart real estate investments with All Pro Capital. It's the money moment of the game because it's a double milestone. With the field goal, Jake now with 336 career points. The all-time scoring lead now held by Jake. It was also career field goal number 50. So Jake gets the half-century mark. Only three kickers have hit 50 or more. And Jake the third of three. Owen Potchman, 66. Matt Payne, 54. And now Jake Oldroyd, 50. And the field goal from Jake ties the game at 10. We have 334 to play until halftime. Here in the New Mexico Bowl, Albuquerque's University Stadium. Greg Grubel, Riley Nelson, Mitchell Juergens with you. Great to have you with us on a brisk night. Here in the New Mexico Highlands. It'll be kicking off from left to right, north to south. Jake Oldroyd to Roderick Daniels Jr. and Brian Massey. Two returners back for the Mustangs. BYU in the all-blacks. Sailor Coog helmets tonight. And SMU in the all-whites. So tie ball game. And the storyline centers on the new kid. Sol J. Mayava Peters. 7 for 10, 47 yards throwing it. Nine carries, 62 yards rushing. And a touchdown run for Sol J. is first as a Cougar. No Jaron Hall, no Puka Nakua, no Harris Lochance, no Lupini Katoa. Bunch of defenders also out as well, but BYU showing well. As the kickoff from Oldroyd is into and through the end zone for a touchback. SMU first and 10 from its own 25-yard line. Well, and Greg, what was great about that last drive on the offense as well, not only did it result in three points, saw some good things from Soljay, but they took up a lot of time. Um, after the first SMU drives, the BYU defense did look a little bit more gassed. Riley mentioned earlier that with the amount of guys that were missing um, on the defensive side that we will, we will see less substitutions, which we've seen already, and so their conditioning will be tested. So it's great that the offense can chew up that clock and give the defense an adequate rest. Mitchell Juergens in the Zions Bank end zone for big-time banking with a home team feels. Zions Bank is for you. Tanner Mordecai overshoots his intended target, Muchi Dixon, down the right sideline on first down and 10 as Mordecai airs it out. BYU Riley played the Stanford game three weeks ago, 
It was an eight-possession game, a very low number. Well, we're on pace for an eight-possession game again. This is only SMU's fourth drive of the day. BYU's had just three possessions, and so BYU has shortened the game, limited possessions, and we're in a tie ball game against a very potent uh, SMU program, averaging 38.4 points per game. And the Cougars, generally speaking, don't win the higher-scoring games if it's the opponent doing the scoring. Pistol formation. Kamar Wheaton behind Tanner Mordecai. Second and 10 from the Mustang. 25 timeout SMU. Got late in the clock. Timeout SMU. That's their second timeout of the first half. This will be a 30-second timeout. Now when the Cougs are scoring, they're fine. Uh, in the Kalani Sitake era, BYU's 38-3. and three. Correction. Full timeout. Yeah, BYU's 38-3 when the Cougars score 30 or more. It's, it's just that BYU doesn't win a lot of shootouts. Uh, when the opponent is also scoring 30-plus, things get a little more dicey for the Cougars. We'll see if the Cougars can keep uh, SMU below its season average, and right now they're pacing to do so. SMU, averaging nearly 40 a game, is stuck at 10 with 3.27 to play until halftime. We're taking that full timeout. BYU 10, SMU 10. The Mustangs face a second and 10 when we come back to Albuquerque on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU fans, Built Bar has introduced a new Cougar Tail Puff inspired by BYU's very own 16-inch maple bar served at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. And the best part about the Built Cougar Tail Puff is that you support the BYU football program when you buy one. Welcome back to Albuquerque. 3.27 to play until halftime. 10-10, our score in the New Mexico Bowl. SMU playing for its first bowl win in 10 years. Their last bowl victory was the 2012 Hawaii Bowl, 43-10 over Fresno State. Kalani Sitake is in his sixth bowl as BYU's head coach. He's 3-2 in the previous five. And all of his bowl wins have come in the even-numbered years. 2016, 2018, 2020, and here we are in 2022 in a game in which BYU has shown well, minus so many key, particularly important pieces of this BYU puzzle. New starting quarterback, and he has done well in his BYU debut. Sol J. Mayava Peters, more than 100 yards through rushing and throwing here in the first half. All right, Pistol. Car Wheaton behind Tanner Mordecai. Second and 10 Mustangs at their own 25-yard line. They go right to left from my vantage point, and the SMU line of scrimmage away from us to our right coming this way. Officials still over yeah, the ball. They, well, and they've still got the clock on. Now they finally wave it. Just to put, uh, we were talking, going into break, talking about the time of possession. 17.30 for BYU, nine minutes on SMU. Mm. Handoff to Kamar Wheaton. He starts left and then cuts it back upfield and has a nice gain of almost eight. Give him seven, setting up a third down and three for the Mustangs. And it's no huddle. They're right back to it. Mordecai, gun. Handoff middle to Wheaton. Turns his back to the line to gain and didn't get it. Short. Third down and two. Got a yard and a half is all. So on fourth and very short, they're going to bring in Taylor uh, Tyler Levine. So the look is to keep the offense on the field. BYU went on fourth down at the same part of the field and made it. We'll see what the Mustangs do. Now they run pretty much everything out of shotgun. I don't know that we've seen Mordecai under center yet. They're going to keep him in the gun. Wing back and tailback. Fourth down less than one. 
Handoff, Levine. Uh, Levine got it. Levine yeah. shot a gap and gets out to the 39-yard line. Gutsy call. Goes for five on fourth and one. One small little crease uh, on for the backside cutback, and uh, he was able to find it. Good read there by the SMU running back. 2.30 to play until halftime. BYU's had only three drives in the first half, and SMU's sitting on its fourth. BYU will get the ball to start half number two. See how the middle eight go in this one. 10-10 ball game. Deep drop for Mordecai. Pressure from yeah. his right. Deflected ball at the line of scrimmage. Drops incomplete. Great job by Tyler Batty. He uh, did an inside pass rush move. Wasn't able to beat his guy completely, but as he got closer to Mordecai, was able to time up as the uh, time up his throw, get his hand up in the air, and bat that thing down maybe a foot out of his hand. So second down and 10 now from the SMU 39-yard line. The hash mark is near side. The way we see it and you hear it. They're going south to north, right to left. BYU will stunt and bring four. And the handoff in second and ten. Middle to Wheaton gets four. So third down and six coming up for the Mustangs. Big stop here for BYU. And suddenly the Cougs are in two-minute drill territory in a tie ball game. It all comes down to this third down play. Third down and five for SMU at the Mustangs' own 44-yard line. And the Cougars have two timeouts remaining. So plenty of time and plenty of timeouts should they make a stop here on third down and five. If it's an incomplete pass, the clock will stop. If SMU runs it on third and five, BYU will call timeout. Mordecai shotgun. Levine to his left hip. The hand clap, the five-step oh, drop. Crosser. Dancing on his feet, another batted down ball. This one Gabe Summers, and it'll be... 131 with the clock stoppage on the incomplete pass. SMU punts it away on a fourth and five, and BYU will get the ball back to both end the first half and start the second half. This could be a turning point in the game in a 10-10 ball game. Good hold by BYU and two deflected passes in that sequence. So credit for the BYU defensive backfield for not giving up any big plays down. That's a staple of the SMU offense, uh, but uh, even more impressive and partly, at least for me, because it was so unexpected is uh, congrats and all credit to these front four rushers for BYU that have shown out here today. Ryan Bushevsky to punt it away. It's cleanly away. And a flag will fly as Hobbs Nyberg makes a fair catch at the BYU 14-yard line. 10-10 ball game, 122 on the first half game clock. The Cougs did their job. And so, we're on pace for another eight-possession ball game. SMU four drives, BYU about to begin its fourth drive of the first half. I'm afraid the flag might be on BYU's, on the uh, special teamer who was covering SMU's gunner, but the side judge who threw the flag hasn't given any indication. He's now talking with the referee. Tonight's referee is Ted Pitts. Long conversation. We'll see if the Cougars get half the distance back inside their 10. Here comes the call from Mr. Pitts. During the current kick, personal foul, face mask, receiving team. That ball will be placed half the distance from the spot. The end of the kick, it'll be first down. So third BYU one inside. We have third face mask against BYU. All through. Oh well, that makes it four penalties for 50 now. And of the 50 yards, 45 have come on three separate face mask calls. 
So we'll see what that does to Aaron Roderick's aggressiveness meter here. BYU backed up to the seven-yard line, seven and a half-yard line. Call it the eight. First and ten for BYU from the eight, with one twenty-two to go till halftime in a tie ball game, ten ten. So if being backed up against your own seven makes you nervous, then SMU's timeouts become more important than BYU's timeouts. They only have one, which basically means if you're just trying to get to halftime be with to a tie there. ball game, get there, and uh, we'll see what they do here. All the, they're lining up in shotguns, so I like this. Take a crack or two, but if anything even remotely uh, or anything happens that makes you even remotely nervous you can get out of here halftime safely on knees if you want to right yeah all right so Sol Jemayava Peters in shotgun Chris Brooks off his left hip they motion Cosper give Brooks middle and Chris didn't see contact till he was four yards upfield gets ahead to the 12 it'll be a gain of four and second down and six and the clock runs to 110 and BYU in no hurry. In my opinion, Greg, there's value in even just... So Brooks has had a little bit of a slow-going slow night. He's 9 for 16, only 2 yards a carry. But there is value, in my opinion, in getting him, you know, that last... It, it's one more play. It's one more read that he gets to make, contact, try and get him a little bit more in rhythm. With a guy like Brooks, every carry is one step closer to, um, you know, breaking one open. Well, A-Rod's intent here is to get to the locker room with no risk as they wait late in the clock. Handoff middle to Brooks. Brooks is hammered shy of the line to gain. Pyle will push, though, and make the line to gain. That was stopped a good yard shy of the line to gain. But out to the 20-yard line on the pile push, the clock will stop to move the sticks. It's been moved, and now the clock runs, and down to 28 seconds. BYU has two timeouts left, but the Cougars in no huddle. They may not snap it again. Yeah. But two very productive snaps. I mean, you come out, you hand the ball off twice, get a first down, and now the team's walking off into uh, the the locker room for halftime. Really good, impressive half for BYU. I think surprised a lot of us out there to go in here on a tie ball game. Impressive play by the defensive front four. Soljay's obviously been a pleasant surprise. Can't wait to see what halftime adjustments are made and what the Cougars look like coming That's out. That's the end of the half. So it's another halftime tie for BYU. 10-10 is our score here at the New Mexico Bowl. Well, in a lot of ways, mission accomplished uh, for BYU in the first 30 minutes of play. Again, similar to the Stanford game, not necessarily in, in rush production. The number's not as massive as it was on that night. But in terms of limiting possessions and controlling clock, BYU did what it wanted to do in that respect. Mitchell Jurgens down on the field is walking off as the team's crisscross at around the 10-yard line. SMU allowed to go in front of BYU to get both teams to the locker room. Let's head down to Mitch. Mitch, where are you? They're taking TV first, so okay. we'll be here in, in, okay. in a few I see minutes. I, yep. see, I see Kalani and I see you, so now I've got you. Great. All right, so uh, as Kalani chats with TV real quickly, we'll tell you that BYU and SMU had exactly the same amount of yardage in the first half. 137 apiece. BYU 47 rush and 90 pass. SMU 64 rush. Inverse, Greg. I oh, sorry. apologize. Yeah. BYU 47 pass, 90 rush. Thank you. And SMU 64 pass and 73 rush. Both teams had 11 first downs. Now down to Mitchell with head coach Kalani Sitake. Mitch, take it away. Coach, uh, first game this season without Jaron Hall under center. Talk about Soldier's performance and his impact on the, on the offense so far. Yeah, he's extending the drives and making big plays, and just really proud of him. Uh, you know, he made a few mistakes here and there, but um, for, for his first time really getting out there and playing significant plays, I, I'm really proud of him. Awesome. Uh, you got a tie ball game here. What's what's the key to extending this layer, to taking the lead and keeping that to, to 
have you guys come out on top here in this bowl game in New Mexico? Yeah, just keep at it. The SMU is a really good team. I, I like what I've seen from our guys and uh, made, made a few mistakes, but I think uh, second half, let's play clean. Simon Sound football, I like, I like the way the defense is playing their 111th. Uh, you know, earlier we gave up 10 points because they just made mistakes. And so don't make mistakes and we'll win the game. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. All right, thank you, Mitchell. And head coach Kalani Sitake. More halftime numbers coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.